0: Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. And this is episode 19 of season 1 of Chip, Stranger Part 1. What happened last time MC, indeed in Chip and indeed (gasps) in Tamora Gason. Well, beginning with Chip, there was the most important (laughs) character... There was a terrorist attack, <laughs> and the terrorists were from Ipswich, it's we decided. Yes, because it made us feel slightly less comfortable, more comfortable. Yes. One of those. yeah. Uh, yeah so a, a terrorist attack in New York, not based on real events at all, um, <laughs> and the gang went out to thwart various nefarious goings-on with the Ipswich terrorists, and the Ipswich Ipswich terrorists from Ipswich... Mm-hmm a uh, set-up shop in the Statue of Liberty. <gasps> the heart and soul of New York! With the intention of doing a bad. Yeah, releasing a virus, I believe. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so the gang teamed up with Detective Jack Bentley, <gasps> of all people, to uh, take them down, and they the did. The most corrupt cop this side of the Mississippi? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Uh, But, crucially, Chip was interrogating the lead terrorist who was letting slip some juicy clues (laughs) when Bentley shot him. (gasps) And, uh, yes, so there was a name. I can't remember the name. Fantastic. There was a name. And Bentley seems to be in league with the name. He does. He does. He does. But then, in (gasps) Tomorrowgason... The gang had to go off to uh, find a MacGuffin, and they sent Jay off to New York. Ah! Who else is in New York? And he happened to see Chip's picture in the paper when he landed, mm-hmm. when he landed safely in New York at an airport after a terrorist attack had happened. <laughs> and there was no extra security precautions, no airports were closed or anything like that. It was completely fine. The gang hadn't heard about it back in London. It was all fine. But if you're from Ipswich and you're flying, you always get profiled. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, Ray, is that an uh, Ipswich uh, football team, <laughs> Jersey? You've been randomly selected for a cavity search. I'm sick of all these Ipswich racists <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> anyway, let's find out to see how Jay is going to react to seeing Chip again as we get into Stranger Part 1. Previously um, Chip. Chip's weight took him past the fallen and now screaming baby. He plucked her out of thin air and held her tightly to his chest. Shifting his weight now as he neared the hard rock floor, Chip made sure the first thing to hit the ground was him and not the baby. I'll explain it all as best I can once we've got Jay to a hospital. MC said, seeing Louise's look of confusion. But what did Chip mean? And where is he? MC looked back and indeed Chip was nowhere to be seen. He's gone. He just wanted to get home. Or at least a place that he called home nowadays home being the land of hope and freedom the united states of america and more specifically new york city trust me you'll see soon enough chip this caught chip off guard Tarek had used his real name without any indication that he had revealed it to him you know me he asked no but i know someone who does there's a lot going on here that you and everyone else in this world do not know about Ever hear of a man called Grant Maloney? Because it doesn't matter what I say or do now. You're either going to kill me or turn me in for the bombs. Either way, it's not going to stop him. I'd even say... Three bullets suddenly tore into Tarek's chest and one in his skull as Chip dropped his body. He turned round and saw Detective Jack Bentley standing in the doorway, holding his smoking 44 Magnum. What the hell are you doing, you maniac? Chip wanted to know. Protecting my city, son. And that was me thinking I had a newfound respect for Bentley. Ridley said, I've got a whole new level of contempt for the guy. Chip replied, thrown in with a dabble of suspicion. I had never heard of this Grant Maloney before. Me either. Maybe you don't wanna. Cat added strangely. When Chip was on the boat with Cat and Ridley, Bentley shuffled away from the crowds and reached for his phone again. He dialed a number, and a male's voice answered, We need to talk. Your name has just come up, and I want to know why, Bentley said. He hung up. Ooh. The fans slowly whirled around, making a putter-putter sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're in NARM or something, it's apocalypse now. The light from the late afternoon sun streamed in through the blinds, covering the office in a stripy pattern. It's a very cheerful intro, with yeah. the putter-putter <laughs> and the stripy pattern. <laughs> hey, just be glad we're not in a nightclub, alright? Oh right? god, yeah. Detective Jack Bentley sat back in his leather chair, holding a glass of whiskey and ice against his head, which was slightly bowed. I wonder if that whiskey and ice is in a plastic cup this time, or if he's actually got his tumbler back. Bentley's eyes were closed, and he did his best to drown out the sounds of the traffic below his office and the hustle and bustle coming from the men and women of NYPD. Oh, sorry, I thought I was calling New York City the NYPD, but I realise he's probably in his office at work. Okay, let's try that again. Bentley's eyes were closed, and he did his best to drown out the sounds of the traffic below his office, and the hustle and bustle coming from the men and women of the NYPD moving around outside as they attempted to stop crime in New York City. That's a really long sentence. (laughs) A pain shot through Bentley's head, the pain from the ice being held against his forehead, but this only aided in killing the sounds from the environment. The pain became a sick form of comfort, and Bentley grimaced a smile. You're really going hard on that whole sort of hard-bitten cop, aren't you? He's all gritty because he's drinking whiskey in the day, and he likes pain, sort of. Yeah, kind of the pain. Helps. But not in like a kinky way, just in like a cool hardcore way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you didn't know Bentley, or it was kind of a hard-bitten corrupt cop by now. I mean, mm. that that paragraph alone would have summed it up. I think. Surprise he hasn't framed anyone for murder or drug dealing yet. His knuckles were sore from beating his wife. <laughs> The detective's quiet time was suddenly disrupted as a figure burst into his office. He shot up in his chair, slightly startled but not wanting to show it. Because it's hard. He scanned the image of the figure that had just entered the room. It was like a picture or something. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody comes in holding a photo in front of their face. And he's got a big portable scanner that he just holds it up against. Bentley knew who it was, despite the fact his face was covered by the shadows. I mean, it's the middle of the day. It can't be that dark in there. He's got all the blinds closed, and, you know, he needs shadows for atmosphere. Yeah, no, but the blinds are open because it's making a stripy pattern. The, I, okay, they're partly closed. Still, like, how, I mean, I guess he's got a bit of a headache and stuff, so maybe that's impairing his vision somehow as well, but he's too hard to admit it. He's just so dark and gritty (laughs) that the sunlight just can't shine through the miasma. (laughs) (laughs) That just surrounds him at all times. (laughs) His dark aura is what he's having trouble seeing through. My God, I'm so dark, I can't even see through my own sight. Bentley knew who it was, despite the fact his face was covered by the shadows. A young policewoman came scampering into the office too. I'm sorry, sir, he wouldn't listen. I told him not to. Quiet, toots, Bentley instructed. (laughs) Shut the door on the way out. Well, at least he did threaten to frame her for murdering a <laughs> prostitute or whatever it was. No, it's just casual sexism. <laughs> he said the He's word a He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman because he doesn't threaten to frame police women <laughs> for crimes. Don't worry about it, darling. I won't hurt you this time. <laughs> Unless you want me to. Because I'm not into pain, honest. It's not me that's geeky, no. Just pats her on the bum on the way out. Why don't you give me a cup of coffee? The female officer stood with her mouth open slightly for a seconds before huffing and leaving Bentley's office, slamming the door shut. Now, what can I do or not do for you, Chip? <laughs> oh, oh, Bentley is quickly becoming my favourite character. I think. <laughs> the ninja stepped out of the shadows and leant across the detective's desk. What, in a sexy way? <laughs> is he like, "Hello, Mr. Bentley," and does a button? <laughs> I always said, like, that Chip was just in the shadows automatically because well, he's a ninja. Exactly. It, it makes sense now. It ninjas doesn't, and it shadow, doesn't Ninjas, shadows. In the middle of the day. The ninja. With <laughs> its ninja shadow powers. I need information, Chip said menacingly, about a man named Grant Maloney. Ooh, mm. Chip not holding back, he's going right for it. And oh, we know Bentley knows Maloney as well. He does. Ooh. Ooh. But he's not going to give anything away, surely. No. Unless Chip's got a really good bribe. If he's got any money left over from that uh, bank van he knocked over. <laughs> Here's some diamonds I stole. <laughs> the weather in New York City was pretty much like home. Only the rain here seemed different. Foreign! <laughs> what a gammon! What a fucking gammon statement! Ugh. Yeah, rain down here. It ain't like ground home, you know. It's all—it smells like garlic here. It's—it's it's American. Like <laughs> they're white and speak English. But the rain is different. It's not like at home. Good, honest rain back home. Here, it's all slimy. <laughs> smells like pizza and hot dogs. <laughs> Oh dear. Probably foreign. Probably evaporated in another country, came over here in the clouds, pushing out good, honest English clouds, (laughs) raining all over you, whether you like it or not. And then you know they get handouts from the government. I'm really glad my teenage racism extended to New York. (laughs) And rain. (laughs) Foreign rain. I'll bless the rains down in Africa. Step I don't, because it's foreign, isn't it? Comet relief every every year. You give all that money to that rain in Africa. I know what you're up to, Lenny Henry. Probably keeps it all himself. The weather in New York City was pretty much like home. Only the rain here seemed different. Foreign. He clutched the newspaper with one hand and used it as an umbrella as he ran outside of the airport towards a line of taxi cabs. Wonder who this could be, MC. Mm. In his other hand was a medium-sized suitcase, not carrying much, just the essentials. He needed to travel light. He wasn't here on holiday. Leaping into the first available taxi, the driver asked him, Where to, pal? He didn't know how to respond. He didn't have any hotel reservations. He had left in a hurry, jumping on the first flight he could get. Take me to a cheap place where I can stay, Jay said. (sighs) Ah! Well, if we hadn't said that in the recap and, uh, you you know, you weren't watching tomorrow Gates Jay is in New York. Oh my God. Ah. The taxi driver nodded like he knew exactly where to take his customer. I mean, that's kind of the point of taxi drivers. (laughs) Take me to the airport. The what? (laughs) Never heard of it, mate. I can't drive. (laughs) I just sit in here and chat to people for a bit, you know. Throughout the journey, Jay peered out of a window like a dog wanting to stick his head out into the traffic and sniff the air. I think that metaphor got away from me slightly. New York was bigger than London. A lot bigger. This amulet Jay had been sent here to find would not be an easy task. He might need some help. But who from? (laughs) Who could he ask? The taxi driver, clearly. He knows everything (laughs) about (laughs) it. I think this is very much, you know, going back to our premise of ripping off Buffy. Mm. You get that a fair few times where, like, characters from Buffy were going to Angel mm. and then vice versa mm. as well. And it was always quite nice to see that character, mm. like, pop up. Like, um, Oz turned up in quite early on in Angel as well. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. It was just for a one-off episode, yeah. but it was cool. Um, and then, like, you know, Angel came back to Buffy at one point mm. as well. And then, obviously, like, Wes and Spike turn up in. Mm. And Spike had cameos before he becomes a main character as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's a long-running tradition, I think, in Joss Whedon shows. <laughs> Chip shoved the door of the demon bar so hard that it flung open and then he smacked into a pair of demons that were leaving. Chip, just find a fucking different bar where everyone <laughs> doesn't hate you. I think it's more, Chip is very hateful towards the bar at this point. Like, he destroyed it with a shotgun, he's like, throwing things around, he's broken the door, he's had oh, fights in there. Can't he just go to a normal bar that isn't filled with demons? Yeah, he could. He absolutely could, because <laughs> he's like, not a demon. But he likes being a bully. <laughs> Hey, watch, the demon started to say until he recognised the ninja, the killer of his kind. Chip didn't respond. He moved past the demons and over to the bar. Give me a wild turkey, he said. Rough day, Ridley said, sitting down next to his friend at the bar. Had worse. Tried to squeeze Bentley for some information, but he wasn't in the giving mood. Did you try a fistful of dollars? I did indeed. Still nothing. That's strange. Nothing Bentley likes more than people to pay him for the information he's not supposed to leak. So Chip did try and bribe Bentley with the stolen money (laughs) again. If he keeps trying to bribe all the police with his stolen money, he's going to have nothing left. He's not very financially stable, is he, Chip? Is he just planning to knock over another van at some point? Probably. (laughs) Just adds to my suspicions. Chip said, sipping his drink and paying Jolson, the barman at the Demon Bar... Oh, this is a new character. Ooh. Oh. oh, It's a bar man as well, not the bar men. Ooh. Jolson. Huh. I guess Mock finally got sick of working all the hours and getting beaten up and his bar destroyed. <laughs> Something is going on, and it all revolves around the name Grant Maloney. Come on, bud. You're not still on about that, are you? Why can't you just let it go? You've been like a dog with a bone. <laughs> I love how... Well, presumably, like a couple of days after a terrorist attack, and Ridley is like, ah, you know, it's just the name that the guy, the terror, the head terrorist said was behind all this, and the secret conspiracies going on, and uh, Jack Bentley shot the guy just after he said the name. What are you talking about? It's nothing. It's a coincidence. Hey, they got Bin Laden in the end, you know. <laughs> I've got reason to. That day at the Statue of Liberty revealed to me that there's things going down. And I want to know what they are. Are you just jealous because Bendy got some medal after stopping those terrorists? Ridley asked. They weren't terrorists! I'm telling you, Ridley, we haven't heard the last of Grant Maloney. Not if you keep harking on about it, we ain't. Ridley is so determined to make this not a thing, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Unless it turns out that Ridley is Grant Maloney. Oh, oh can you imagine? Good... Would it be a good twist or a shit one? It would be. If there was an interesting reason behind it all it would still suck. I, I doubt my ability no, to make no, that happen. Right, like, I don't think suck. Ridley is Grant Maloney, yeah. but now I'm kind of wishing that I had done that. That <laughs> would have been kind of cool. With Tyler Durden. So. <laughs> the rain didn't bother Kat too much. because She's not a xenophobic racist. <laughs> there were much worse things in the world than being a little wet, and she wasn't the type of girl to worry about her makeup running or her hair going a little curly. But don't worry, she's still hot. <sighs> that's, what, it's okay. that's what women worry about, isn't Don't it? It's worry, their makeup. That's all they have to worry about, MC, is their hair and makeup. If that's fine, they're having a great day. Oh. Fuck's sake. She was walking back from a local supermarket where she had picked up some fruit juice and a bag of chips. Thank God you told us. <laughs> not even specifying the fruit. <laughs> just, it's not orange orange. Fruit juice. <laughs> yeah, but what fruit juice? But could you tell me what? No. Fruit juice. Oh, what flavour crisps? <laughs> Oh, you said chips rather than crisps. Yeah, because it's American. Oh, and you were ripping off Buffy. Cat <laughs> yeah. wasn't far from her apartment when suddenly a guy bumped into her, causing the paper bag she was holding to drop to the floor and the contents to spill across the wet pavement. Jesus, she said. Oh, I am so sorry. Jay said, <gasps> pushing the hood from his jacket back. The millions of people in New York who just <laughs> happens to run into Cat. I was like, by the way, do you know a guy called Chip. <laughs> Well, he's after a MacGuffin, so why not? You know, maybe Cat's the MacGuffin. Oh, I'm so sorry, Jay said, pushing the hood from his jacket back. I wasn't looking where I was going. I'm in a bit of a hurry. Whatever, Cat replied, bending down to pick up her stuff. Jay dropped down too and picked up a few of the things and dropped them into the bag. When everything was recovered, Jay said, Again, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it, Englishman. Cat went to walk away when Jay called her back. Hey, he said. I'm new in this town, just got in today. A little scary for a guy who's never been here before. Maybe you could show me a few of the sights and then I could maybe buy you dinner? Yeah, you rascal. And Jay's like, like, I've got to find this MacGuffin to protect my friend's baby, but first I'm going to hit on this woman. <laughs> Did he just purposefully run into her so he could talk to her? Hey, that's a good technique, MC. Don't knock the classics. You notice your groceries are spilled all over the floor and wet now, so why don't I buy you dinner? Good luck. Cat looked at Jay. I don't date boys who look like drowned rats. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. He had it coming. <laughs> Blimey. She turned on her heel and carried on walking home. Jay watched as she left, a little confused as to the comment he'd received, but went on his merry way. <laughs> Even the characters in Chip are being mean to Jay. <laughs> Why does this tradition just follow him? ram into her and then hit on her. Like, use it as a segue to hitting on her. I, I guess... I guess so, yeah. But like, I don't think I don't think he actually rammed into her intentionally. No, no, it was an accident. And then he's hit on her. It is, is, is creepy. But like, I don't date boys who look like drowned rats. Just to sort of like, no, fuck off would have been fine. She's it's New York. She's meant to be sassy. <laughs> if you can't handle the rain, get out <laughs> of the foreign place. She only dates boys that bruise her anyway. Robin's bookstore had a few customers in sight, all browsing the shelves for a certain title that would catch their gaze and hook them into purchasing it. Only one of these customers was in the occult section. Chip was desperately looking for any mention of the name Grant Maloney. Anything that would give him a clue as to who this man, if indeed he was a man, was. Was he a warlord? A demon posing as a human? Some ancient force hell-bent on claiming this world for his own? In the dozen or so books Chip had looked through, so far, nothing had turned up. Ah oh, oh, yes, the uh, the ancient force from hell, <laughs> known as Grant Maloney, hey. the ancient being whispered <laughs> of in texts. We last the season, is throughout the multiverse. We had a villain called Mister Johnson, who was like evil incarnate so that was just like a, a, a pseudonym though there wasn't like well, yeah. I'm sure um, I think Chip is thinking Grant Maloney is also a pseudonym no. he's not, like did That's Satan the ever go by Grant Maloney <laughs> is that a is thing an anagram <laughs> is he nature <laughs> I like the fact he's looked at a dozen books in an occult section of a very normal bookshop as well and he's like damn it couldn't find anything <laughs> he should use some of that stolen money to get himself on the internet really. he really should yeah The bell went, and in walked another customer. Can I help you, sir? Robin, the owner of the bookshop, asked. Hi. The English accent replied. Do you have, like, a section on artefacts or supernatural things? Just around there. Robin pointed to the back of the shop. I know that voice. Chip thought to himself. Finally, someone to bully again. (laughs) I get sick of bullying demons. (laughs) He leant back away from the shelf. And watched as Jay entered the occult section of the shop and picked up a book. Of all the bookshops and all the foreign brains in <laughs> all the world, you had to walk into mine. Holy Chip started to say. Jay turned and saw his former friend watching him. His eyes turned wide with fear. Jay? Chip asked at exactly the same time as Jay proclaimed. Chip! The pair looked at each other for a few moments. Are you evil? Jay asked. No! Chip quickly replied. Sure? Yes, I'm bloody sure. Good. Exactly. What? I am. At what? Jay asked. A good. Chip added. Oh, I didn't mean... Yes, I, I know that now. You got a little who's on first going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, silence between the two of them. So, what are you doing here? Chip finally said, folding his arms across his chest. Because he's uncomfortable. He's <laughs> uncomfortable because he remembers all the bad things he did to Jay. <laughs> he <was> like, yeah. <laughs> but he did deserve it. <laughs> this was the first time he had come across one of his old gang members since he had left them on the White Cliffs of Dover. I could ask you the same thing. Jay replied. Did you know I was coming? No, this is where I live now. You do? How come? (laughs) What about the rain? It's all foreign and stuff. How can you stand it? (laughs) Needed a place to go. This was pretty much the first flight available. I see. Jay looked around the bookshop before turning his attention back to Chip. Well, I'm here for a very important mission. They sent you on an extremely important mission. Chip almost scoffed. Oh, God. Two sentences in and it is already bullying him. So what we probably have what, like four main characters in Chip, right? So you've got Chip, Cat, Ridley, and Bentley, I guess, yeah. is becoming that one. Maybe like Mark and stuff, he's mm-hmm. kinda of more of a background kind of character. But half of them have already been mean to Jay. <laughs> and I don't if he Don't if, worry, I'm sure Jack Bentley would be really friendly. <laughs> hey, welcome to New York, it's good to see you. Let me show you around sometime. Do you want to go for dinner? <laughs> Do you wanna hurt me? I'm not in a you way. But Ridley will be nice to him, right? Surely. Yeah, we we make jokes to. about a fun spin-off between the two of them. Yeah. Surely Riddhi will be polite to Jay and nice to Oh, I hope so. They sent you on an extremely important mission. Chip almost scoffed. Yes! Fine. How is everyone? They're good. We just averted an apocalypse. Oh, well done. Still fighting for the good of the world then. How's Tokyo? We're living in London now. Our mansion was destroyed, probably by Harato. Oh, I see. So what is this secret mission of yours? I'm loving this sort of, like, oh, how's the wife? How's the kids? (laughs) This, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, another apocalypse. Yeah, same old, same old. Our mansion in Tokyo got destroyed by an evil police inspector. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> it makes sense, though, in a it way, does. because it is, it's just business as usual. It's the yeah. nine to five. <laughs> because you think about how Chip left, there was no goodbye. Yeah, there was no kind of big ending like, oh, I'm gonna leave, guys. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry for everything. Chip just went. Yeah, like there was nothing. So to randomly, conveniently bump into someone in a bookshop like this. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I think, I think it's, it's just the mundane nature of the catch up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's safe for them, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's like it's not like oh, remember everything that happened in our previous yeah, true, life. You know, true, true, it's. True. Uh, I mean, Jay had that sort of initial like, "Are you evil?" Yeah, uh, Chip was like, Chip no switch." <laughs> so I think it actually kind of makes sense. No, mm, agreed. I see. So, what is the secret mission of yours? I'm looking for an artifact, something mystical, supposed to be able to protect her life for the baby. Yeah. How did you guess? Oh, come on. Chip smiled. The whole deal with the pregnancy? Pretty obvious there was something special about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Roofing is actually the most intelligent one of the gang. Uh, do you know what? Well done, Teenage Chip. That's a good gag. <laughs> I know! Jay's voice went a little high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> Testing my range. What? You think I'm too stupid to have realised that? Chip put his hands up in defence. So why are you in the occult section? Jay asked, looking for references to the name Grant Maloney. Chip said, the antiques dealer? Robin said, suddenly Ooh. appearing with a stack of books. Ooh. Ooh. God, we may Oh, to- is he going to have the locket, obviously? Oh, maybe. That, oh God, what a cult winky dink. <laughs> I liked how we made jokes when Robin turned up. Uh, it was either last week or the week before. Mm. We were like, oh, book guy, you know, got an yeah, occult yeah. And Then we made a joke about how he didn't know anything about the occult. Yeah. So he's not going to be the exposition man. But he just happened to hear Jay and Chip's conversation. He was like, I know exactly who you're talking about. Here's all their information. Was it an antiques dealer like Dom? Dom? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, is it going to be a demon or a devil, like <gasps> Don was an angel? Or an evil angel. Ooh. Ooh. Again, it's not going to be anything that good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> the antique dealer? Robin said, suddenly appearing with a stack of books. I don't know. Chip replied interested. Do you know him? Not really, more of him. He's a local businessman, deals in antiques. He's got a few shops in this area. Know where they are? Jay asked. He turned to Chip. Maybe he'll know what I'm looking for. I don't know, Jay. From what I've heard, this isn't the sort of guy you want to deal with. I can take care of my own. Of my own? Yeah. All of Jay's children (laughs) (laughs) that he's going to make go get the amulet for him. (laughs) Some of you may die, but his MC would approve of that. Whereabouts is this shop? Chip asked Robin, who told the ninja the location. Chip thanked the bookstore owner and promised he would purchase something from the shop one day. (laughs) Because he's just been in there reading for three hours. (laughs) Jay went to leave the shop. Chip went after him. Where are you going? Sorry. Where are going? (laughs) The ninja asked. To the shop. To see if they've got the amulet. Fine. I'm coming with you. I'm not sure about that. Jay stopped walking. Tough. I'm going. We can kill two birds with one stone. Find out about Maloney and see if we can find this amulet. We like the old days. Oh God, no! Good. Just don't try and kill me again. Jay pointed his finger at Chip. Final warning. (laughs) It's nice we can be humorous about the time Chip tried to end the world and kill all his friends. (laughs) That feels like progression. (laughs) Doing a lot of work in therapy. (laughs) No one in this has ever got therapy. Come on. I'm sorry. The store clerk in the antique shop apologised. We don't deal in protective amulets. She said those two words in a sarcastic manner, indicating she was not a believer in other world occurrences. I feel like that everyone, anyone who doesn't believe in the occult, after all the stupid fucking shit that happens in this world, <laughs> is kind of an idiot. Like, you know... It's the logical thing in this world to not believe in the occult. Yeah. It's the other way around there. When there are fucking demons (laughs) rampaging through Tokyo, when there are... But this is New York, not Tokyo. Demon bars all over New York. There's, like, three demon bars at most. What about Grant Maloney? Chip asked, what about him? He owns this place, doesn't he? Yes. Well, I don't suppose you know if he was involved in a plot to detonate a deadly virus over New York? Get her with a trick question. Do you you know if he wasn't, was not not involved in a plot? Do you have a supernatural protective amulet that can protect an angel? And do you know if your boss was involved in a conspiracy to kill everyone in the city? (laughs) I think you should leave now, sirs. The store clerk pointed to the door. When outside, Jay turned to Chip. Nice questioning there, detective. Will you pull her off by asking about magical amulets? How else am I going to phrase it? I don't even know what it's called. And I have no idea still who Grant Maloney is. Even if the guy who owns this place is the one I'm looking for. Oh, thanks for the help, Chip. I'm off to get some sleep. Jay, wait. Chip grabbed his arm. Jay shrugged him off quickly. Look, I don't need your help, okay? I still remember what you did, even if you are good now. I don't feel safe around you, and can you really blame me? You tried to kill me and my friends, as well as trying to end the world. That stuff doesn't just disappear, however many miles you put between it. Now leave me alone. Jay walked off into the night, leaving Chip in limbo. No, he is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on about it a lot. <laughs> he decided against following Jay, instead, walking away in the other direction. He only stalks women. <laughs> I'm glad we got a bit more serious about it yeah. though you know, it's like Obviously yeah. we had a bit of comedy with it and stuff But Jay still is not trusting of Chip and, For some reason, yeah. yeah I think that's perfectly reasonable yeah. yeah. Back inside the shop The store clerk watched as Chip and Jay separated Then picked up the phone Mr Maloney I just had someone in the shop asking after you Yes, I believe it was him I understand Also, he had a friend with him Who was asking after a protective amulet of some sorts Sounded magical could be, sir, yes. Good idea, sir. I'll see you soon. She put the phone down and went into the back room. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that lying store clerk! <laughs> she knew everything about mystical amulets. She knew who Chip was. She clearly knows who Grant Maloney is. What a bitch. <laughs> so what do we know about Grant Maloney, then? He is a businessman. He owns this antique shop. Yep. Um, Bentley knows him? Yes. And, he uh, tried to release a virus in New York? Potentially. Pot- I mean, he was accused of, but, you know. <laughs> what, are you his lawyer? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely him, all right? <laughs> Mr Maloney, he's on to you. Bad day? Kat asked as Chip joined her in the demon bar. Why do people keep asking me that? No reason. You just look a little stressed is all. I can't find anything on this guy Maloney. It's like he doesn't even exist. Maybe he doesn't. Cat's voice became a little aggressive. So in the last episode, wasn't there a hint about Cat knowing who Grant Maloney was as well? Yeah, yeah, we've been dropping some very, very little hints about Mm. Cat. Before Chip had a chance to respond, Mock intervened. He dropped a drink in front of Chip and said, Maloney, as in Grant Maloney? Maloney? Mock is just so eager to help Chip because they're best friends. (laughs) Chip keeps going to places where he just has to say the name and someone within earshot will be like, oh yeah, I know that guy. (laughs) Yeah, Chip replied, what do you know? Not much, just that he's bad news. Wouldn't he be like, oh yeah, Chip, you should definitely go see him. Don't take a weapon or anything, he's really friendly. Just break down his door and yell that you're going to kill him because that means... That's how you say hello After this Mock's going to pick up the phone and be like Yeah it was him <laughs> Bad news Do you know anything else like where I could find him Where he works Wow. Well, usually you just beat me for information Now you're actually asking Mock said sarcastically The wounds from the beating he'd received at the hands of Chip Had healed but the inner scars Were still badly stitched together Ready to snap at any moment <laughs> there's, a, there's a metaphor in there somewhere <laughs> That's the most angsty thing I think we've had for a while. (laughs) Look, do you know anything or not? Chip wasn't in a sympathetic mood. Oh, Jesus, (laughs) Chip. He has no clue what is going on around him, does he? It's like, why is Jay mad at me? Why is Mock so angry all the time? Mock shook his head to indicate no, (laughs) then went to serve a customer at the other end of the bar. Damn it. Chip declared, Just let it go, Chip, for God's sake. There's nothing to this. "'Just move on to something else!' Cat suddenly yelled. Definitely not suspicious at all. Chip looked at her, swallowed his drink, and then left the bar. When he had gone, Cat slammed the bar in frustration. She looked across at Mock, her eyes narrowed slightly. Oh no, is she going to beat up Mock now? Is that what's going to happen? Oh, Mock. Jay's hotel room was small. Not like the ones he was used to staying back in the days when he was rich. The days when he worked for his father and his huge corporation. Everything was fine until it was revealed it had been Jay's father that had been behind a plot to kidnap him. Things had changed a lot since those days. Jay had been thinking about it a lot lately, especially since the gang's moved to London. Despite the fact he loved working with his friends, he'd always felt like the outsider. Yeah, I wonder why! <laughs> Seeing Chip again today had reminded him of that. Right now, he was missing the days when he could splash out in an expensive car any time he liked. Jay not checking his privilege there. (laughs) (laughs) Now sitting in his hotel room in a strange place, with all the foreign rain, (laughs) still looking for leads that would protect Amy, Jay missed his money more than ever. He picked up the phone in the room and dialled a long number. A male voice answered on the other end, indicating Jay had gotten through to the Tokyo Memorial bed and breakfast. It was like... (laughs) Called up the operator. Was like, "Can you get me the number for the Tokyo Memorial Bed and Breakfast?" And they're like, "Yeah, whatever, mate. No prank calls, okay?" Jesus. Hey, it's me. No, no luck yet, but it's early days. Yeah, I've got a couple of things to look into tomorrow. How's things at home? Good. Oh, you've got guests waiting. Okay, I'll speak to you soon. I'll give you a call if anything else turns up. Bye. No, oh, poor Jay. I know. He's been away from home for a day and he's homesick already. <laughs> They're ignoring him. <her. laughs> yeah, I told him they've got guests waiting. Ah, oh, I wonder, right. So there's a moment, I think it's in season one of Angel, mm. uh, where he calls Buffy mm. and in the episode of Angel you can hear Buffy on the other end of the phone she be like hello, hello mm, mm. and then in the next episode of Buffy mm. like there's just a moment where the phone rings and she picks it up and mm. it's Angel calling her mm. so there's like a little crossover time oh, there okay. so I wonder when we get to tomorrow, Gason mm. if there'll be a bit where the phone rings and MC's like yeah, okay, how's it going? Yeah, no, gotta go there's mm. a guests waiting and I wonder if I'll just completely rip that moment off <laughs> probably are you saying the MC and Jay are like Buffy and Angel? <laughs> yes Jay is exactly like Angel. <laughs> Jay put the phone day. Jay put the phone day and looked around for the remote to the television. He pushed the off button, but nothing. What? Yeah, I've been pressing the off button, and it's still TV's still off. Jay's like, "Well, I'm in New York, so it must mean the opposite of what I wanted to do." <laughs> Looking closer at the TV, he noticed it was on a meter. He needed to drop a few coins into the slot for the television to work. Jay searched around for his wallet but he was only carrying bills. He dropped the remote to the television on the floor. Nothing else to do, Jay lay down on the bed. The sound of several sirens from a few blocks away filled the room and quickly died out. Jay closed his eyes and tried to sleep. And that's where we're going to end part one of Stranger. Well, what do we think of that episode, MC? Well, it seems like literally everyone in New York, except for <laughs> Chip and Jay, knows who Grant Melody is. Yeah, yeah. I... It's a bit strange. There was a lot of coincidence in this episode, yeah, we're wasn't the there? There <laughs> was quite a few. Jay bumped into Kat. Jay bumped into Chip. Chip just happened to go to all the places where everyone knew Grant Maloney. Two separate people told it, would just happen <laughs> to be overhearing his conversation about Grant Maloney and so it's like, oh yeah, I know him. And we're none the wiser because we, we kind of know he tried to in- instigate an attack on New York mm-hmm. and owned an antique shop. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot to work with there, really, is there? <laughs> like, you know. He's obviously someone who knows about the supernatural and that sort of thing. Yeah. Cat knows him somehow. Really yeah. has some bad blood with him. Yeah. Yeah, something in her past. She's all yeah. mysterious and shit isn't she? Is. So yeah. there's going to be something there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's nice to see Jay turn up in a different environment. Yeah, getting uh, shit on by Chip almost immediately, naturally. <laughs> I <can>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when is he going to meet Ridley? I God know it. damn it. That's, all, that's the crossover we've all been waiting for. It's not going to happen, is it? Oh, it's man. like just at the end of this, when Jay goes back to London, Ridley's going to turn up and be like, hey, Chip, what have you been up to? Are they the same person? <laughs> and Grant Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know Grant Maloney, did you know There's numerous ways in which you can get in touch? <laughs> You can tell us where your antique shop is or no, you can find us at Facebook, we're at Facebook.com slash how Ripped Off Podcast. And we're also on Twitter at How I Ripped Off. And you can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and YouTube. And if you want to leave us a rating and review, uh, it's we'd be doing this shit for years now <laughs> and I'm bad at leaving reviews for the things. I always intend to, and I rarely do. So together, in the spirit of Christmas which it might not be <laughs> the spirit of Whatever month it is, Uh, why not? You're doing really well. Keep going. Leave us a review because it will be a Christmas miracle. I'm really dedicated to the Christmas bit. It's not Christmas now. It probably won't be Christmas when this is released. Yeah, leave us a five. Jingle bells. (laughs) Jingle bells. Please leave a review. Yeah, leave an opposite star rating to what you'd give that plug by MC.